0: The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hello, and welcome to the HoopBall DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patra, joined by my good friend, Santiago Capone. Here to break down this wonderful Thursday. It's March 18. We got six games to talk about on Major slate Santino fixing his mic over there, getting all set up. He's geared up. He's ready to go. We look forward to these shows. It's uh it's it's kind of like one of our our weekly phone calls. I mean daily phone calls. I talk to Santino pretty much every day. But it's just a good time. We get to talk hoops with one of my good buddies, and you guys all get to kind of listen in on it. That's pretty much what it feels like, at least while we're doing it. Uh, and sometimes we get off the rails, but. Santino, how you doing? Doing pretty
1: good, man. I'm ready to get into it. We have a slow six gamer for the first one in since we came back. I believe I, I think there was a two game that first Wednesday, and then it's been seven to eleven after that.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like a, an exhale we get to get right now. It's like a nice exhale we get to come up from uh, you know under the water for a little bit uh, because yeah, we are one of the one of the only shows out there that does a, does a podcast seven days a week. So. Getting one of these six gamers is like getting a day off for us. That's what it feels like uh, pretty much. So really looking forward to it. But before we jump into anything, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors. Guys, if you haven't checked them out, they are the number one sports book out there. The only sports book I trust give my stamp of approval to my bookie. So go check out MyBookie.ag if you haven't already. And on your initial deposit, use that promo code HoopBall. And guess what, guys? They will give you free money to play with up to a 50% deposit match and up to a thousand dollars. So you deposit a thousand dollars. They'll give you $500 for free deposit a hundred dollars. They'll give you $50 for free on your initial deposit. Use that promo code hoopball. You can use that in any way, shape or form you'd like, whether it is on an NBA upcoming MLB season, some March madness action, or you head over to their fully fledged casino platform, which as you can imagine is every single game that you can walk into and see at your local gig. So, Whether it's roulette, poker, blackjack, you want to play a little bit of slot machines, you can do it all there, and you can still bet on some sports. So, guys, check out my bookie promo code, HoopBall. While you're out there, open up the other tab, get some gifts. Holiday seasons, it's summer coming up, it's spring coming up. Uh, We're talking bikini weather for us guys. Bikini weather, I said Santino, because I imagine you uh, rocking one of those uh, what Borat, the Borat one. Um, but no, in all seriousness, Manscaped guys, absolutely phenomenal products for all the male grooming needs. Use that promo code, HoopBall20. You get 20% off every single product that you order, and you get the free shipping on top of it. And you might be wondering, what do I need that I don't already have? You might already have it, but you don't have products like this, guys. They are all quick charging, they are waterproof, they are stupendous, and you can get that perfect package 3.0 kit where it comes with a little bit of everything and it makes for a unique travel guide. So take it with you. Anywhere you go, Manscaped, use that promo code, Hoopball All right, Santino, we got six games on the docket. The day off, as we say. Utah Jazz traveling to Washington. Uh, they're ready to take on the Wizards in this one. For the Jazz, only injury to be concerned with it is Mike Conley, injury management, basically another fancy way to say rest. And for the Wizards, Thomas Bryant, Russell Westbrook, both ruled out. Westbrook dealing with left quadriceps soreness, and then Rui Hachimura and Mo Wagner both questionable health and safety protocols. So that's something that we're definitely going to have to monitor with how weak this front court already is. So I'll pass it over to you. Let's. Talk, what can we look forward to the Jazz with no Mike Conley?
1: Oh, okay. I zoned I out there. You didn't stop talking for about ten minutes, but uh, I think we're on the, the the Jazz and the Wizards, if I recall. Um, yeah, I think without Mike Conley and this matchup, it's an inviting matchup. Uh, we can look at Rudy Gobert. We could have looked at him early even without the um aforementioned people that are questionable in Wagner and Rui. But I mean, especially if they're not there, there's who are they going to play in the front court? Robin Lopez, Alex Len. Uh I I mean, Rudy Gobert should have a field day here. At 8200, it's a little expensive for him, but value is I, I can't expect him to get under forty points in this in this one. As long as it stays within fifteen points with half half the uh, fourth quarter to go, uh, then I think if you want to pay up for Mitchell, you can. But we can also take that discount in Jordan Clarkson uh, or Bogdanovich. I know Bogda has been playing not great, but uh, Clarkson's been playing pretty well, and he's going to get extra minutes without Conley. Whether this is a blowout or not, he should still see more run in the second. Um, with the second unit, and if it is a blowout, i will see more run with that. I think my favorite two here are Gobert and and Clarkson with the price tags. Um, I don't know if I'll go too heavy on everybody else, even though it's just the Wizards is a great matchup, Um, but I I think we can attack a couple people here.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is going to be, and I I didn't mention it, uh, there's no game total, there's no spread. Uh, But as we see any team that, you know, faces Washington, they get an uptick in pace. They're going to get an uptick in their normal game total. Uh, so we can definitely look at a couple of these these Utah guys. I'm with you on Gobert, especially given the slate. Uh, some of these higher-priced options I just don't want to really spend up on. You know, Vucevic topping over 10 k we'll get to him. Uh, so Gobert comes in as, like, the highest-priced center I do want to spend on. Uh, and you touched on it. You know, regardless of who's in or who's out, this is a 40-point Gobert matchup if he gets four quarters in, uh, regardless in my opinion. I'll look at Clarkson. I think without Conley, he's going to be everyone's go-to. Uh, won't start. You'll probably see Ingalls start over him. And that puts Ingalls in play for me as well at 5,200, uh, not, you know, a fantastic point per minute guy, but knowing that he's getting that little boost from the starting lineup, he's going to handle the ball a little bit more. And the small forward position could sometimes be a little bit of a, uh, a hindrance. If you're trying to build, you know, a constructive lineup, in my opinion, I, I hate spending up on small forward if it's not on one of the top dogs. Uh, so Joe Ingalls will be in play for me. Those are the three main guys I'm looking at, it seems like we're pretty much in agreement. Uh, you look like you're playing a little bit more. Gr- agreement, agreement, agreement. What's a hindrance? I'm making up words over here, man. You should know this by now. It's just on the fly when you just regurgitate words every single night. You just got to come up. <laughs> okay, a new Matt Damon. Uh, you got to just, you got to keep it spicy. I think the amount of words we created on our show is, um, it's got its own dictionary. Um, it's got to be up there somewhere. But Washington side of the ball, no Russell Westbrook in this one most likely can expect, I'm guessing, Ronald Neto to draw the start considering he's been healthy. He was questionable coming into tonight, but he did play. Uh, But Bradley Beal at 9,100 in this Utah matchup, is he somebody you can look at?
1: I mean, um, yeah, and before we even get to Beal, I want to point out, Ishmith wasn't on the injury report, weirdly. uh, He's expected to miss a lot of time. I don't know if he's going to be back and has a minutes limit or not, but he wasn't on the injury report. So that's uh, something, I guess, we can look out for. He was expected to miss six to eight weeks after that injury in, I believe, uh, mid to late February. But people are coming back earlier. Other people are coming back later. So something to look out for. But I I guess uh, Bill is in play, just a de facto in play without Russell Westbrook. He's going to play 40-something minutes. I know this is a tough matchup, but he might take... 28 to 30 shots, uh, especially if Rui doesn't play, that's their two and number three option out. I mean, Bill's just going to chuck and chuck and chuck and try and stay close. If it does not stay competitive, then they'll rest them uh, down the stretch. But uh, at 9,100, you know that the usage is going to be there. Maybe not the efficiency, but definitely the usage is there. And we can look at that. And then in the front court, man, it's kind of a wait and see approach because Uh, You mentioned Rui and Wagner are both questionable. Uh, Wagner, or Wagner as they say, uh, hasn't really done much lately, so that's probably going to be chopped up to uh, Robin Lopez and Alex Lynn and Rui at the center position if he's playing. But him not playing kind of opens the, the door for uh, Denny or or Bertans or some other other ugh, some of these other people that we can look at, uh, but we won't fully know until later in, in the night. But good thing it's the first game, so we we can have an eye on that. Perfect
0: news right there. Yep, uh, I'm with you. A lot of those guys those ancillary <clears> options, they're going to be good. You know, I wouldn't say chalky cash options, but Russell Westbrook being out just opens up usage. I mean, Beal's usage has already touched on 30 percent on the year as is. It can only go up so much more. He's going to go from 18 to 20. You know, actually. The guy probably averages out. I didn't even check. I'm going to guess 22 off the top of my head shot attempts on the year. Uh, of course, I don't have that number in front of me. It takes too much time, but he's going to get a few more shot attempts. We're going to see a lot of that trickle down, though, towards you know Denny, towards Bertans. Like you said, none of these centers are going to be a high-usage center regardless. So I'm expecting a lot of these wings to be taking these shot attempts. So I'm with you. I think those are good value options. Whoever starts at center is going to have their hands full, uh, but – they're going to have to go with these two big body guys anyway. Lopez and Len are probably the only two guys that would make sense to match up against Gobert. And they'll probably chop up those minutes pretty evenly if I felt better about either one of them. I want to say Lopez, but I expect Len to play more minutes. Um, they're both going to be in play at their at their price tag. So Beal and all this value. I'm, I'm on board for all of it. I probably want to go overboard with Washington. I'd, fi- I'd finish my lineup you know, at most with two of these guys in there, I'm sure. But they're definitely all in play. Ready to move on to the next one? Yep. And I was also wondering if Ishmith uh, and Nuwaba have like the same doctor that <laughs> they just get like the fu- the funkiest injury reports, and then. Well,
1: uh, um, we, no, Nuwaba came back, and then now he's back out again. So uh, maybe <laughs> maybe not the greatest of doctors.
0: Terrible second opinion. It was it, <laughs> was, de- it was definitely not the best second opinion right there. Uh, okay, we'll keep it moving though. Next game. Oklahoma City Thunder traveling to Atlanta. Take on the Hawks, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. For the injury report on the Hawks, Clint Capello, he's questionable dealing with that left heel soreness. He's been uh, dealing with that all year, since, since the preseason. Uh, and uh, Anyeka Okongwu, also questionable. Right abductor soreness, Bolter their centers. Chris Dunn, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish all ruled out for the Thunder. Darius Baisley has been ruled out, along with George Hill. Um, newly acquired Myers Leonard will not spend a day in the uniform. He'll get that Trevor Ariza treatment, but rightfully so with him. And then Theo Maladon questionable dealing with the left thumb sprain. Uh, we have to keep an eye on Lu door store as well. Also questionable left great toe sprain. So this game's going to be a little bit of a, of a unique one. Uh, one that I think is going to draw more attention fantasy wise and DFS wise than it rightfully so. Oh, but let me get your take on it. And who are you looking at in Oklahoma?
1: Yeah, and it's it's another thing. Uh, and before I say it, the the weird thing that I saw is as of this podcast, uh, we we have spreads of three of the six games, and they all happen to be the ten o'clock and later games. We don't have any of spreads for the, yeah, for the early games. Makes sense, games. right? <laughs> really weird, uh, but just like the last game, this is another game that we need to keep an eye on. And hopefully we have that news before lock, but uh, big players on, on both teams that are out or that are questionable and and Dio and, and Dort. Uh, if Dio or if Dort doesn't play or Theo or one of those two, we're going to see a change in the lineup again. And we know uh, Baisley is already out. So that is probably going to put Isaiah Roby in the starting lineup. I would say Moses Brown is strictly the a center. And with Al Horford here, Al Horford probably will play center, unless they want to go super big. Uh, But I would expect Roy or Pokemon to enter in the lineup here. Uh, But if Dort misses, that means Pokemon is going to start at small forward again. If uh, Theo misses, Ty Jerome probably starts at shooting guard. Or or if Dort plays, I mean, I can go on and on, but there's a lot of different combinations that this team is going to be offering. Um, And as of now, I think Shea is – a good a good play. I know he's nine K, but anytime you're going against um, Trey Young, you are in play here and he's coming off a an underwhelming game. He he didn't do anything with assists or rebounds like he normally does. Uh, he shot 10 of 17, very efficient. He only took one three, and missed it, and scored 21 points. I mean he didn't play bad, but he just was not where we wanted him to be. Um, but for here I think he could uh, against Trey Young, I mean you can you can look at him. But outside of that Honestly, it's just depends on this injury report. Because if they're they're fully healthy, I would expect uh, Shea, Theo, Dor, um, probably Roby and Horford start. So I, you look at Pokemon and and Moses Brown, two people that are jumping up a little bit. Ty Jerome, uh, those are the people that I would keep an eye on, especially Ty Jerome. If if Theo doesn't play, I like this kid. I think I think he's better for fantasy than Theo Maladon, and I think he might be a little bit better uh, right now than Theo Maladon. So I'm hoping Theo misses and I can get some uh, Ty Jerome exposure. But um, it all depends on this injury report on this side and likewise on the other
0: side. I couldn't break it down any better myself. So I know that's going to be like the cliche, take me out of this cop out. But uh, you pretty much gave every example of what a lineup could be with somebody out. Um, Yeah, you broke it down perfectly. I don't think our listeners – uh, could ask for any more because you you broke down every situation and what we can expect and who would be looking at. So, yeah, I'm gonna say um, everything that you said. I agree with uh, Shay uh, Gilja's Alexander. He's the pivot off of Bradley Beal for me in tournaments. You know, if I'm not playing Beal, I think Beal makes more sense, uh, just from a cash standpoint. Just with that stand, that, that usage you talked you touched on it. Uh, but Shay. We know his upside as well. He's going to get low ownership compared to Beal. It's still a fantastic matchup, so he makes a you know fair amount of sense if you wanted to pivot off of that and look there. Outside of that, I'm with you. I got to wait on this injury news, but I'd be looking at guys like Pokemon, Roby. I'm with you, I'd rather see Jerome in the starting lineup over Maladon. Maladon basically just a scoring output with some steals. Uh, Jerome has a little bit more of a complete game and being able to spend a you know I think it's been two years in the G League now, one year, two years in the G League. Before he came up, bouncing back and up and down from the Suns, uh, you, get, you get some experience under your belt. So he's a little bit more NBA ready. I agree with you there. And I will be fading Moses Brown with Horford back. So on the Atlanta side of the ball, Trey Young topping out at just under 10K, 9900 One of the pricier guys on the slate. But again, we know it's just like we talked about Shea. It's a fantastic matchup going against this OKC team that's pretty much just looking to shop all their guys for draft picks. They must have about twenty second round picks at this point, huh? <laughs> I think I saw a stat that they had um, nineteen
1: picks over the next <clears throat> six years. Maybe it was—I don't know if it was first or second. I can't imagine first, but I believe nineteen picks over the next six years. And I think that might have been before the trade uh, <laughs> that they just did. So <clears throat> they might be in the twenties now, which is insane. <laughs> uh, but I just like either. And, yeah, they're not done. They still have – I don't know if Al Horford gets traded now or in the offseason. He's going to get traded soon. I, I would lean towards the offseason because he's an expiring contract next year, and that just makes more sense. But George Hill's probably on his way out, assuming he can get back to health. Um, and then I don't think they really care who else is out except uh, Shea, Pokemon. Those are probably – and, and Dort. Those are probably the three that are untouchable right now for them.
0: Yeah, but – Oh my bad. No, I was gonna say, I mean, those uh, they they traded for shake That's the thing. Pressy, he's a genius when it comes to the rebuilds. Um, he knows what he's doing, he knows how to build an actual foundational, like core team that's gonna be able to last a few years, except for when you have to decide between paying Kendrick Perkins or James Harden. Um you know, then, then things get a little bit more difficult. But I I this guy's just stacking them uh he's just stacking picks left and right and you're right george hill's gonna be on his way out that's gonna be picks eventually horford's gonna be on his way out that's gonna be picks their future so, is, is is gonna be i'm sorry what were you saying?
1: all these picks he's not they're they're not going to draft people with all these picks these picks are going to amount to a superstar type talent that wants to leave a team i don't know who i don't have a name for you right now but they are going to be in the driver's seat if, say, a Bradley Beal wants out. Uh, they're in the driver's seat because they have picks on picks on picks that are going to be very enticing to a franchise that um, is getting sour on a superstar. They might not be competitive, but that'll change when when they get someone big. And it, I mean, they're not drafting with all these, what did I say, 19 plus picks. All these picks aren't going, okay, see, they're going somewhere else. Yeah, they don't have.
0: A, I don't think they have enough draft hats and T-shirts for that. Anyway. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to do that on draft night. They would just run out of shirts and just right. give we'll people to, like pieces of tape to hold up. They'll have to stash the European picks. so <laughs> yeah. They don't have them on their team. All <clears> right. <throat> well, on the on the on the Hawks side of the ball, uh, definitely some things like we were talking about. Trey Young on here. I'm keeping my eye on Bogdanovich. We're not kind of seeing that necessarily the the minutes that we want to with all these guys injured. We imagine that this guy would be touching on 30 minutes by now. Uh, it's taken some time to work his way back up, and they're kind of being very cautious with him, it seems. Not very high usage, but I'm keeping him in my player pool at 4,100. He's still definitely an option that I'll keep in there. Probably reserve him for GPPs, can't trust him enough for cash. Uh, outside of that, if Capella plays, he's in play. Uh, if he doesn't play, John Collins is in play. That's pretty much how I'm looking at this.
1: Yeah, uh, another thing with, with Capella, you have to watch this news. If Capella doesn't play... It gives the front court boost on the on the Thunder or the Thunder's front court a little boost too. Uh, but John Collins would be back back in play 7,200. If you really want a bargain bin without Capella, uh, Nathan Knight's been playing pretty well. Only 3,500. He's played 22 and 23 minutes the last two games and played pretty well both times. Scored in the mid teens, grabbed some rebounds, blocked some shots. Uh, the kid can pre- play pretty well uh, if he's seeing 20 something minutes, especially in this type of matchup. So I don't mind that. But if Capella's there. I think Capella makes sense as if he's not on a minutes limit at seven, six, we're finally getting him back to that discount price, but I'm not too huge on uh, everybody else. Or if you like Gallinari um, without Capella and he's starting playing 36, six or 30 something minutes, like he's been playing against his former team. Maybe you give that a look too, but I'm not at some point, his injuries uh, have been catching up to him. So I'm not fully sold on that yet.
0: Yeah, um, I also want to keep an eye on Akangwu. Um, I think he's him being out would certainly help Knight as well. Uh, we kind of want, I think, not we don't need both those guys to be out to play Knight, but it certainly gives him that twenty minute like floor. I feel, and that's that's kind of when we're going to see the most value on him. Uh, but I'm with you. Some very very good options over here on the Hawks. We'll keep it moving though. Next game, seven thirty Eastern Standard Time game. Orlando Magic traveling to New York. They're taking on the Knicks in this one. Uh, <clears throat> far as an injury report, just give me one moment, as I apologize, my computer being the worst thing on the face of the I got it earth. for you. Uh, yep, you got it, Santino? Because yeah, I'm, I'm...
1: Cole Anthony, James Ennis, uh, Mark Elfold, Jonathan Isaac, all out. And Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Terrence Ross, all questionable. Another game where a lot of things matter. But uh, on the Knicks side of the ball, we have... Derek Rose, Mitch Robb, Austin Rivers, all out. Uh, Alfred Payton, doubtful once again. And Emmanuel, quickly, as questionable. He left the game in that last one. Uh, mid or He left a little bit in the last one. Uh, returned, but maybe it creeped up at night that it got sore on there. So definitely something that we're going to have to watch out for in that
0: backcourt. Um, but, yeah, that's the injury report. Boom. Santino coming to clutch right there, but I appreciate it. You know that my... Uh... My hardware over here isn't the best, and sometimes Ooh, right sucks. now it's getting it sucks. Yeah, someone surreal. someone said that they were uh, rebooting it and doing all this work a couple weeks. I ago. I did, I, I don't did. Think it, and, happened. it worked. It was like running like clear and smooth for like you know a month and a half, and uh, and now I think it's because I just once I start putting some more files in there, I just got to delete them as I go. I guess maybe that's the call. I I had a ton on there, but either way, let's talk about <laughs> the Orlando Magic team. Looking at them coming in here. Obviously, we're going to need to wait on some information and all this, but this is a tough matchup that they're walking into. This is a very, very underwhelming game that I'm expecting a low game total, probably the lowest game total on the night. We don't have it yet. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Nonetheless, not a lot of options I'm really looking at on this team. So if you wanted to take a stab at Vucevic at 10K, don't blame you. Just I think that there's some other guys I'd rather spend up on. Yeah, I'm with you there. And, like, I don't know how much Aaron Gordon or Evan Fournier are going to play, even if they do play. Uh, just don't like the matchup. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, and the replacement options are guys that we don't like. Uh, <laughs> they don't have usage and aren't very good at basketball. No matter what the most marketable man in wrestling says, Dwayne Bacon, you are not good. So we'll keep talking, though. On the Knicks side, Julius Randle, 10K, pretty much matching Vucevic. For everything that we said about Vucevic, I, I almost want to say the same thing about Randall. Um, you know, the guy can go out there and triple-double. Don't get me wrong. Just there's guys I'd rather spend up on, higher game totals, all that said. But where we can take advantage is going to be this guard position of what they do. Uh, if all these point guards are out, they really don't have much to go with other than Frank Nittaglino. He'll probably draw that start at 3K. He's definitely an option. Not a high point-per-minute guy, but at bottom-of-the-barrel salary, 3K, knowing that he'd probably play 30-plus minutes. He's definitely in play. And then we'll see a trickle down. Alec Burks at 4,900, he'll get significant minutes. Uh, and then we should see, you know, R.J. Barrett play his normal 39 to 40 that he was playing early on in the season. But as all these guards came back, we we started seeing him get dialed back a little bit in the fourth quarter. Uh, but between those three guards, I, I you know, if quickly's out, all three of them are very much in play. Mm-hmm. And I still think you could play Burks either way.
1: Yeah, if quickly's out, I, I see uh, at least 15 minutes of point guard from Alec Burks. They we're starting to play him as a, a third point guard anyway with quickly in there. <clears throat> Frankie, the tank hasn't played too, too much. I think he's played like 15, 16 minutes the last two games or so. Uh, but Burks has been playing more and he closed out that last game. Also, he played 36 minutes. The only people that played that or more minutes than him in the last one, or Julius Randle and RJ Barrett, the two guys that don't leave the court sometimes. So I think Alec Burks at 4,900, Especially if Manuel quickly isn't there. Quickly isn't there. He is a guy that I'm going to target very heavily. Uh, if quickly is there, it kind of just, um, uh, I can't even say the word. Look
0: at you How You're struggling
1: with
0: the word. That that's what you get. I, might be gonna I was going to say dissipate, <laughs> but I don't
1: know if that's the correct word. So I stopped twice. Um, but yeah, it kind of loses a little bit of luster, but I still like him there. Quickly plays. I think quickly can. Quickly can score pretty quickly, no pun or pun fully intended uh, against this team. Outside of that, I I think I'm with you. I think uh, Barrett, quickly Burks, they're all in play for me. Um, Maybe even Reggie Bullock if there's no quickly. That means there's just extra minutes for him too. But I'm not. uh, You can look at Frank. I just don't think he translates too too much uh, on this particular team.
0: Yeah, he's not good. (laughs) We don't we don't think he's good. He's not good at basketball.
1: I think he's pretty good. I just don't he – He's good at defense. I'll
0: give him that. He doesn't handle
1: the ball enough to do anything other than play good defense on this. Uh, even when he's starting at point guard, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, the offense is running through him. So I, the, the fantasy numbers for Frankie don't really
0: add up here. Frankie. Our boy Frankie. Next game, New Orleans Pelicans travel to Portland. Uh, they're going to take out the Blazers in this one. We do have a game, Tony. Yeah, we do have a game total in this one. Santino's going to tell you it because obviously my computer just loves me so much right now that any I try to click into a different tab, it just wants to give me the spinning wheel of death. So Santino, can you please hit the good people with the injury report and the game total? And I think you're just going to have to take that forward for the rest of the show. Apologize. Yeah,
1: that's, that's perfectly fine. So do we have a, a whopping 242 total for this game? Uh, and the Blazers are three-point home favorites. Again, a whopping 242 total in this game. And the Blazers are three-point favorites. And on the injury report, we have, just for the Pelicans, J.J. Reddick is out on the Blazers. We have Nurkic, Collins out, and Harry Styles III is now, pushed, <laughs> is now probable.
0: Can't stand you sometimes, but... All right, we'll talk about the. We'll start with the Pelicans. We'll start with the away team. Zion coming in here, highest price guy, eighty nine hundred. Uh, that's just uh, below, slightly below what we're used to seeing for as of late for Zion. Definitely a plus matchup. We're talking about it. He's gonna have his hands full with Covington, but Zion's size is just something that's kind of unguardable at this point. It doesn't matter who you are. He could pretty much use it against you and bully you. Uh, so he's definitely gonna be a good option. If you want to look at Ingram, don't mind him. He just hasn't necessarily been the same type of player this year. Uh, with Zion playing every single game almost, Lonzo actually developing a three-point shot, they just don't need to rely on him as much. Still, you know, second highest on the team in usage, so I, I continue to expect to see these up-and-down games from him. Just don't know if I'll land on him at 8,100 tonight. And then I want to look at uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Uh, decent bounce-back spot for him. Really, really struggling after that last game. Kind of felt like he cost his uh, his team a win. Uh, felt like he was kind of like a a, a big X factor and he's posted Instagram photos and saying how, you know, this leads to developing better character and a better comeback and all this. So look for a motivated Nikhil Alexander Walker in this one. And with JJ Redick out, we should continue to see him playing 20 plus minutes.
1: Uh, And I do, we do have to mention, I forgot to mention it before. uh, We know the wizards are on the back end of a back to back, the jazz magic. um, And now the blazers are all on the front end of a back-to-back. So keep an eye on that. But on the um, Pelican side, that's where we are. I think we can go back to the well that we did a couple nights ago. Um, Zion is a very good matchup. This is a very good matchup for Zion. This is going to be a super, super fast-paced game once again, like we saw in the last one. And if if you don't believe that, just look at that whopping 242 total. That's why I repeated it. Um, And... Lonzo, man, he's going against Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard does not play the greatest of defense. Uh, I'm, I'm very big on Lonzo. This is just a fantastic matchup once again. Dude had 17 assists last game. He had 16 assists through three quarters. Through three quarters, and then uh, he got Stan Van Gundy in that fourth quarter, or he would have been <laughs> well over 50 points um, <clears throat> in that in that last game, 50 fantasy points. Uh, so I think we can look at those two for sure. Uh, Stephen Adams isn't. If you're going deep, I mean, I, I just he just doesn't fit on this team. I'm sorry. Him and, him and Eric Bledsoe, that was just a bad trade, just a very bad trade. Um, but those are the, my two favorites. And, and yeah, I get you can look at Walker because it's, it's going to be a fast-paced game. This is the type of game that is good for him. He takes a lot of shots. Uh, when he gets hot, he's hot. And this is going to be an up-and-down, just gunning of a game, and there's no JJ Reddick. So at 42, he should have a, a, some solid chances here. Uh, and Josh Hart, don't hate Josh Hart. Probably not going to go to his direction, but he could be a GPP pivot at 5,300. Uh, he should see extra minutes in this one, too. He only played 28 in the last one. Still put up over or nearly 35 fantasy points. It's a, it's a good matchup.
0: All right, we'll slide over to the Portland side of the ball. Uh, looking at Dame Lillard, 11K, a little bit too rich for me. I know you're probably going to have some interest, and I don't fault you for it. I just already talked about you know, either kind of going a little bit middle of the road if I have the money. I don't mind spending it, especially because of this game total, but 11 K we're, we're getting up there, uh, coming off of one of his best performances that we've seen of recent day, a 50 actual point game where 18 for 18 from the line, uh, dude was just lights out getting all the respect from the peers of his peers that he could possibly get. Some of the best players in the game, just recognizing game. So I won't fault you. Um, uh, but for me, I'm going to be looking at some of these ancillary guys. I think, you know, McCollum slowly getting his minutes back up He played 26, in his uh, in his first game back, what can we expect from this one? Probably a slow uptick, maybe 28 to 30, maybe 32 at most if this game stays close. But he's lightning in a bottle. Um, this dude, as soon as he gets hot, he can get high. He's still CJ McCollum at 74. Do I have a ton of shares of him? No, but I will have him in one or two GPPs. Don't trust him enough in cash. But Canner is one guy I do want to look at just because this dude just is a force to be reckoned with. It's a tough matchup. He's coming off of two sort of down games. um uh, I don't mind taking a look at him, just knowing that he has that upside of just a fifteen and fifteen type game. So I'll take some stabs at him. But I, it's, as we talk about this, man, it's it's tough. I don't really like a lot of these Portland guys, especially with CJ coming back. It just eats into a lot of this usage.
1: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm only going one place, and it's the same place I said last time. Going right back to Dame. Uh, you right. could be scared off. Oh, well, you could be scared off by that seventy points, thinking he's not going to score fifty points again. Uh, but if we're being honest that he he played the pelicans twice that was the second time he played the pelicans and he scored less fantasy points last night or the other night than he did in the first game Uh, he scored 79 fantasy points in the first game this is just a fantastic matchup for him i don't think he'll drop 50 actual points again but he will i can't see him getting below 60 points you're going to get exactly what you pay for him um with C.J. McCollum back, he he is not the sole um, target for a a defense for a defense anymore. They, you have to respect C.J. McCollum when Nerka comes back. You also have to respect him. Uh, he's still going to get an absurd amount of defensive attention, especially after what he did. But um, he's just this is just a fantastic up pace matchup for him, and and I expect maybe not a repeat performance from fifty points, but I expect. Him leading the slate again in, in fantasy points. I just think uh, him or him or the guy that we're going to get to in the last game because uh, the the rookie Mello had to say something kind of disrespectful. Not disrespectful, but LeBron's going <laughs> to take it that way. Yeah, he's
0: going to. I I saw. I, I can't wait to get to that one. But, uh, uh, next game though, we'll get we'll keep it moving. The next 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time game. Minnesota Timberwolves travel to the Phoenix, take on the Suns. Santino is going to hit us with that injury report. Injury the, the report. What? The, 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 yeah. the injury report. And, uh, you know, why don't you hit us with a game total and a spread while you're at it, too, because I can't switch tabs. Right.
1: So we have a 228 game total, and the Suns are nine and a half home favorites here. Uh, we have Malik Beasley, Jordan McLaughlin, and D'Angelo Russell as out. Jarrett Culver as doubtful for the Wolves. And on the Sun side, we have Cam Johnson as out and Abdel Nader as questionable. <clears throat> All right. And- um, yeah, I'll jump, I'll jump into it on the, on the Wolf side. So this is just a tough matchup for a team that's been playing better. They've been playing a lot better defense, Cat especially. Ever since Chris Finch came, he has turned it up on the defensive end, and good for him. Uh, but I don't want to pay 9400 for him in this matchup. Looking at the other people that we have on the slate, I'm okay with that. I don't really want to play Anthony Edwards. I really don't want to play anybody on this side of the ball. It might turn into a blowout. It might not. Ah, uh, you could look at the Ricky Rubio revenge narrative. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna leave the this side <laughs> of the ball alone.
0: Yeah, it's tough to go for the revenge narrative against the guy that will eat. You know, your revenge narrative up for for breakfast, lunch, and dinner being Chris Paul. So yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of with you. I don't. I don't really want to target Rubio too too much. But hey, I'm the first guy to mention a narrative. So if you want to go that way, I won't blame you. I'm not looking at much over here. I'm expecting this game to pretty much get out of hand. And if I'm looking at anyone, it's in the circumstance of a blowout, and it would be someone like Nas Reed just playing like 22, 23 minutes in a blowout, and he's a point-per-minute guy that can get Reed at 3,700, bring back 25 to even 30 in that type of workload. So that's it. What about on this Phoenix Suns team? Because I know um, I interrupted you rudely, and I will say I was rude, Santino. When you uh, were given that injury report, I don't think I, I heard you get the Phoenix yet.
1: Oh, yeah. I, uh, Cam Johnson is out and Abdel Nader is questionable. Oh, yes, for
0: that. You, did. you did. You're sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You're right. So uh, we'll jump right into the Phoenix side of things. And uh, like we just said, I'm not expecting this game to stay too, too close. When I look at DeAndre Ayton, though, at 6,200, that is a pretty enticing price tag. His play hasn't been the greatest of late. The minutes have been down. But if we look, a lot of these games that the minutes are down in, um, there are these games that get completely out of hand. But he's still generally getting roughly around 30 DK points in there. So... If you want to play this game as though there's the chance that it gets out of hand, he still has a pretty comfortable floor even in 20 to 25 minutes, especially going against Cat, not a matchup that necessarily scares me. And if it stays close, he's going to probably play 30-plus, and he should be able to pay off that $6,200 price tag pretty easily. So I don't mind taking a couple stabs at a guy like DeAndre Ayton. Other than that, it's going to be some of these bench options like Dario Sarge and maybe like Jay Crowder. But um, you could look at campaign if Nader's out again, but probably won't even end up there.
1: Yeah, I'll probably look at more of the bench options. Maybe my Kyle Bridges. I think that's a decent matchup for him, and he's only 5,200. I would love to play Booker. I just don't know how close this game plays or stays the entire time that I don't want to pay 7,900 when I know I like some people a little bit more expensive. Um, I'm probably not going to have too much exposure outside of, you mentioned like Sarik, probably Bridges, uh, Cam Johnson, or Campaign. Those are the three guys I like. I don't really like Aiton uh, for the – Reason as uh, I mentioned earlier, Cat has been a top five defensive uh, or front court defensive player since Chris Finch came, and he's looking really good on that end of the floor. And Aiton
0: kind of stinks. <laughs> you do hate DeAndre Aiton. I, I uh, like yeah. him, but
1: he's just he's better in in real life now than than fantasy. It, well, the
0: history. thing is, when you look at DeAndre Aiton and you watch him play, he kind of like there's spurts where he looks like you know a dude that was taken first overall, and like he's twenty something years old. And then you look at his face. Uh, and then there's some moments where you're like, is that a 44-year-old guy actually playing in the NBA right now? And that's the way he moves at some point. So it, it he turns it on and turns it off. And that's one thing we've heard Chris Paul mention throughout the season, that they're just trying to keep that switch on, uh, that this dude just lacks confidence and there's things like that. And he's floating out of play. And when he's playing alongside of guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker, who are clear-cut all-stars, uh, he, he doesn't have the confidence. Like he's the most dominant well, player. Well, the- was Devin Booker clear-cut? Because he didn't make it originally. He, he was yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah,
1: injury replacement. I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't. Not that I did agree with that. All our I'm just Phoenix
0: Suns listeners, just go out his his Twitter at Santino <laughs> Cacone. I, I think he's an all
1: star. I'm just saying it wasn't clear cut. You can't back the, that man. all
0: that one. They already heard it. The hate's coming. Uh, don't worry. The, the the troops will storm you um on your Twitter account. But let's get into this final game. 10:30 Eastern Standard Time game. Charlotte Hornets traveling to LA take on Santino's Lakers. And this one, whoa. Santino, you're not going to believe it. I got my tab open. It worked. No injury okay. report. Hornets for the Lakers. Costas Antetokounmpo, Alex Caruso, Anthony Davis, Jared Dudley, Marcus Saw, all ruled out. While LeBron James and Marquise Morris are both probable. Two twenty-seven and a half game total. Lakers favored by six and a half points. Santino, Charlotte Hornets. I know you're dying to talk about it. So why don't you uh, why don't you hit us with the okay. news? Before I get there, I do have to say I think you spelled uh, Costas. Is I think you said his name right. I don't
1: know what it is. I can spell. I can't, ante Antetokounm, tecumpo I can spell it with my eyes closed. I just can't say the name, and I don't know what's wrong. I know, streaks, I, I, man. I, I just can't say it. Antetokounmpo, I, I don't know why I can't say it, but I can <laughs> spell it.
0: Ante, now you're making constantly. me mess it up. Antetokounmpo. If uh, it was a spelling, spelling bee, I, 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 I
1: could spell it in three seconds. I just can't. I don't know why. It, every time I try and say it, I get um, messed up. I, where I go, ante Antetokounmpo, yeah. and I'm like... <laughs> It doesn't come out. I don't know, but I had to we'll give you props work, for that one.
0: Work on it. I appreciate <laughs> that because I'll butcher uh, a few names here and there for sure. I don't dodge it, but there's one player I've been following for since like you know the moment he stepped foot in the NBA. It was Giannis. Oh, that's, just, that's good. Uh, yeah, no, it was honest, this
1: man, Anyway,
0: big, big cost, this guy, too. Uh, I love how the Mavs drafted him just because they were they were super pissed that they missed on Giannis by one pick. And they were like, yeah, his brother's coming. Mark, Q, they talked yeah. about this reports of, you know, Don Nelson, uh, Cuban uh, and whoever was in the front office at that time. There was somebody that was saying, you know, we need to trade up for Giannis. We need to trade up for Giannis. And they were like, no, 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 no. And they regret it to this day. They still talk about that. And that's pretty much the only reason they drafted his brother. Realized it wasn't the same. It just doesn't work like that. Uh, all the genes went to him. But break down the, the Hornets for us. I know you were, you were dying to talk about some news, some, some rumbling that you heard.
1: Yeah, so I, it's, it's tricky. This is the second game of a back-to-back for them. Oh, and we forgot to mention the Wolves and Suns are on the, both on the front end of a back-to-back, which will be a repeat on Friday. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I must look cool. That's pretty Cool. Um, but the the Hornets are on the back end of a back-to-back. While we're doing this, they are currently nearing the fourth quarter right now. Uh, so we'll see if anybody winds up on the injury report tomorrow or maybe Devontae Grant since he just came back. Uh, but, yeah, LaMelo, the, the whole thing was LaMelo said he's not excited to play against LeBron, give or take. Uh, maybe that's paraphrasing and, and nicely. Um, not Not a disrespectful thing to say, but... It's like, ooh, you're playing against the best player in the world for the last however many years. You kind of don't want to take a step, uh, take that jab at him this don't right poke now. There. Yeah. You don't want to just go there for no reason just say, "Yeah, I I love to play against the best people." And that's just going to light something on on LeBron if he if there's ever a chance that he could throw it down on him. Uh, if I'm LaMelo Ball, I'm I'm going to hide. That's, that's where I would be going.
0: But <laughs> what was it Steph Curry did that, the All Star game? And Giannis was dunking it that one year, just tucked, tucked his head between his legs and sat <laughs> underneath the hoop and put his What's head that? down. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm fully expecting LeBron James to just stick it to LaMelo and like look look at the, the camera. The entire ball family. Just, well, that's and, the thing. It's no, in not LA. the entire
1: family. Him and Melo and his dad. Yeah. Just stick it to him.
0: It's in LA. He's, you know, no fans. And that's a good thing, probably, for LaMelo. Because if his father was courtside in this and LeBron's just sticking it, he's going to look right at LaMelo and just say, you know, get your dad. Where, where's your daddy? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's exactly what's going to happen, in my opinion. Uh, 8300 still a pretty enticing price tag, given the matchup. I, I expect LaMelo to play well, regardless. Um, it's not like he's, him and LeBron James are going to be guarding each other, yeah. necessarily. Uh, LeBron's going to come out here and put up an absolutely great performance. But L.A., you know, brings out the best of some people, and you know this is his turf. So I'm expecting a pretty good game from Lamelo, 8300. I really like that price tag.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't hate that price tag either. I think it's we do have other options there, so you don't have to force it. But uh, the Lakers can be exploited at that point guard position right now, and he's been playing really well. Um, so I don't mind going there. I don't mind going Terry Rosier at six six either. Uh, this is a guy that was in the. Ugh. In the mid eight and a half k's, uh, eight and a half range, a couple or a month or so ago, before the All Star break, and I think this is a pretty solid discount if you want to go there. Um, not too keen on the the rest of the guys, though. I uh, don't hate Hayward, but I just
0: think there's better alternatives in a more friendlier environment. Yeah, no, I'm kind of with you. I wouldn't really talk anywhere else. I was thinking, you know, right now during the time being, I would look at the front court. But I I haven't played P.J. Washington anything more than once, and Cody Zeller just doesn't really get me excited, uh, especially with some of these other options
1: Weird, weird, weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Santino's laughing because I have Cody Zeller on our super deep fantasy league. Uh, Keyword, super deep. It's not a standard roster. By the way, I will say, and Santino will back me up on this, don't play just standard roster league, guys. Come on. Have some some fun. Go deep with it. Get some players where, you you know, you're not you know messaging people asking you know who do I drop Tyrese Halliburton or like Mike Conley
1: yeah.
0: uh, you know all these guys should be owned we, I like the deep leagues but do whatever you like do whatever yeah, you it's enjoy. it's got to be at least 200 deep in any sport or it's not that fun it's, to not, me. it's not it's not real no, no. <laughs> whatever you enjoy whatever you have the most fun doing with your league uh, but again if you're listening to the show odds are you already take the time and do an extra research than other people you may know so make it deeper get that advantage lakers side of the ball we both touched on lebron i'm guessing we both love him we're both going to be playing him and that's kind of my sentiment and that's kind of why i'm a little bit less on dame i'm gonna have my lineups with a fair amount of bradley Beal and a fair amount of lebron james the way that my initial builds are starting i'd love to get Lamelo in there too it's gonna to be tough to have that and uh kind of work that value but as we've seen throughout the the whole year the value opens up an hour before the slate seven guys get ruled out all of a sudden we got multiple 3k options to choose from so I'll keep it open, but I'm definitely on LeBron. Outside of him, I think it's a good matchup to take advantage of Schroeder. Going against Devontae Graham in that second unit, he should just be able to chew him up. And I would expect, you know, this to be a high shot attempt game from Schroeder. Over the past three games, 11, 5, and 11, that's out of the norm for this guy. I'd expect this to tip back up to 15-plus shot attempts in this matchup, and I fully want to exploit him in here. Yeah, I think Schroeder is a solid play. I
1: think Harrell gets a solid boost uh, going against Seller and whatnot. And if you're digging deep in the in the bargain bin, uh, Taylen Horton Tucker, he's played a solid role the last two games, 28 and 26. I know they both turned into blowouts, but um, this is going to be a fast-paced game, and this guy's played pretty well the last two games. I, I expect him. It looks like he might have earned himself a couple extra minutes until they get fully healthy. Maybe play himself into a 21-minute role, and in this type of environment at 3900. He's a guy I can look at, especially since uh, Alex Cruz is out again. I don't know if we – did we say the injury report for this one? Oh, no, you did. Yeah, you did. My bad.
0: No, nah, see, look at that. We're, you make me feel better when I asked you if you did the Suns one. I mean, you had to, <laughs> you had to repeat it twice. So uh, we're, just, we're just echoes out here, man. That's what we do, a uh, couple couple echoes. Uh, but I'm with <laughs> you. I think Harold's a fantastic player. You can always you know look for his, the consistent minutes with him is what we look for. Uh, and just going against that front court, it's pretty weak. You know, Cody Zeller doesn't scare me off. Bismack Biyombo, he's a solid defender. And anytime PJ Washington goes to five, Harold will use. They're almost the same size, him and PJ Washington. Harold, but has a lot more size on him, and it plays a lot more of, of aggressive bully ball. So he would chew PJ Washington up in that matchup, in my fair opinion. But that's it, man. That's the slate. That's it all broken down. We're gonna jump into the fun part. We're gonna give our tiers, Santino. We'll start with you. Hit us with your expensive tier guy.
1: Yeah, and it's a toss-up depending on where you want to go. But I, I know this is—I don't love to do this, but I'm sticking right at the top of the card. I'm going with Lillard or LeBron, and I, I don't think either of them are a bad option. Um, you, other people, you might—you mentioned it before. You like Beal at the at the discount, but um, I just think these two guys are sixty points just safe for 60 and there's no way that they're going to get under it i just don't see it so i'll i'll go with a uh, name and just say um he's averaging the first game he played against portland he av- he scored 79 fantasy points and then last night or the other night he scored 75 we might be in it for a third 70 it's just a fantastic matchup
0: yeah i like how you said dame and lebron just so i just don't have one appreciate that and, uh, you- and that, but- <laughs> well, you and Will do the same thing. Like, you can't like the same person. It doesn't make nah, sense. Well, we want to spread it out there because if we just say the same guy, there's no point. I'll, but you also said, what do You mean there's no so. point? That means we just really like this guy. Well, we, yeah, we do. All we right. do. But there's, I, you mentioned Beale, too, and that's the guy I was going to go with anyway, at 91. um I do love Dame. I do love LeBron. I like, LeBron a little bit more than Dame, as I said, but Beal's up there for me at 9,100 as well. Uh, just all that usage. The matchup, it's going to be a tough one, but. Uh, their best perimeter defender is Conley, in fact, and he's also going to be off the floor. So I will be looking at some Bradley Beal. Let's go to the mid-tier, though. Who are you looking at? I think we kind of determined mid-tier, you know, being somewhere between, like, I guess, five and 75, 75 even being a little bit on are the you, high are, side. Are we doing,
1: like, a higher mid-tier and a lower mid-tier, or, or just, just... just go just
0: mid-tier. One? So I mean, let's say we just switch it every day. We're waiting for listeners to kind of, you know, tweet at us or... Uh, when you give us a five star rate and review, maybe say your suggestion, what you think these tiers should be. Again, we're trying to provide the best content for you guys, so you let us know what you want to hear. So we'll say five to seven will be our mid tier today.
1: Five to seven. All right. Um, well, I'll I'll throw two at you then. I'm I'm gonna stay right at the top of the the mid tier. I'm going back to the well in Zoe, the 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 ball that I I can get behind here, and it's sixty nine. Just again, man, a fantastic matchup. It's just going to be the fastest game of the night by far, and I don't expect him to be sitting pretty much the entire fourth quarter again. So uh, I think a, a forty-point game is is well within, or forty-point game is what I'm expecting, and fifty points is well within reach for him.
0: All right, can't blame me there. You are like the Lonzo Ball whisperer too. You, <laughs> you call you call a lot of his games, man. I got to give you credit. And maybe it's uh, you know when you had to watch those suffering Lakers for a few years. Um, but, hey, I'm with you. If you if you say you have confidence in Alonzo Ball in that matchup, I'm going to keep him in my player pool. I'm going to go back to uh, the guy we just talked about, and that's Dennis Schroeder at 6,200. I'm definitely very interested in him. Any of my lineups that don't have LeBron will probably have Schroeder, and I'll even have a couple with both of them in there. Easily they can both hit their value with no questions asked. Uh, but I'm very high on Schroeder. Let's awesome. make a bet. <laughs> that's what you guys do every time yeah we do uh i don't want to do that one though i i, I prefer ball over schroeder i think you win that bet pretty handedly so i don't I just don't feel like taking that one off the chin right now but yeah. we'll go to our we'll go to a cop out uh i did <laughs> i did just uh beat brett again though it's worth mentioning just while well. if you're listening uh you have been i think Bretton's like over nine on his podcast bets not even just with me i think he lost with will he's, been getting, <laughs> he's been getting taken out left and right but we'll go to the value tier uh, anything under forty nine hundred, we'll say, uh, it will be our value play. So, who are you looking at under forty nine? Honestly, there is a lot uh, of stuff that I don't know at the
1: moment because, I mean, it, we're going to be looking at Washington uh, for a lot of value, and it depends on if people are in or out. Uh, the, the Thunder value is going to open up, like we mentioned before. The Hawks, we might look at Nathan Knight again uh, if if everybody in the front court is out. Uh, Alec Burks, uh, mentioned him before, he's, he's at the exact 4,900. Uh, what if Emmanuel Quickly misses and Elfer and Payton misses? Uh, I know this is like a cop-out thing to say, but there's a lot a lot of these options are maybes for me, and I don't fully know uh, at, as of this second. Uh, if I had to throw in someone that I feel semi-comfortable with, it would be um, Ty Jerome at 4,300. I, I I just think one of Dort or or Theo are going to miss, and that opens up some extra playing time for them in a very good matchup against the Atlanta backcourt. Uh, but again, watch watch both of them play, and then I'm not on them
0: anymore. That just felt like the longest stalled to probably yeah. <laughs> pick somebody. That's what that was. Well, I, I, I don't think... know.
1: As of right now, there's so many different <laughs> we, options. We out hear there.
0: the clicking in the background as you're. <laughs> this little... No, I know you're right. We're, we're just waiting on a lot of news. It's tough to just say say here because and say you know which wizard guy and all this that. Obviously, if we if we had this news prior, those would be our probably our top options. But I'm gonna go with kind of the same sentiment. I'm going to go with Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I do like this bounce back spot for him. 4200 is a good price tag. No J.J. Redick looking at probably 22 to 24 minutes. High game total. High usage off the bench. Uh, so he's a guy that, regardless of the news, I think I could still play at 4200 And, uh, you know, maybe sprinkle him in there a little bit with some of this, you know, other news that we get if somebody gets ruled out. That's it. That's the show. Those are the tiers. If you guys have a second, if you give us a five-star rate review, screenshot it. Tag us on Twitter, whether it's me, Santino, anybody on the hoop ball team, uh, podcast team, DFS Today, mm-hmm. or uh, even Dan Bespris. And we got some free goodies for you. We're going to be doing a drawing. So if you do that, you screenshot it, give us a five-star rating, screenshot it, tag us, let us know, and uh, you'll be entered. So we're going to be holding this over the next couple weeks. Uh, anybody who does it will get entered in and we'll draw a winner. The winner gets a free subscription to the Fantasy Pass. Uh, so a monthly subscription for free. Access to our Discord, behind the scenes, behind the paywall stuff. Everything we got going on over here for free. All you got to do is five-star rate and review. If you did it already on your phone, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was a year or two ago when we first started this. Uh, just steal someone else's phone in your house. Ask a stranger on the bus, whatever it may be, and we'll take it. It's all the same. We see the love and the sentiment is there. Uh, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at MikeApatria. M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. You can find Santino at Santino Cocone. S A N T I N O C A C C O N E. That's all we have. Well, one more. Uh, B, well,
1: right after you said it, I just realized another guy that I liked uh, that, regardless of news, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. Forgot I just mentioned him. 3,900. Wow. Good matchup.
0: You know what I love about that. There might what have been that? some people that stopped listening. They might have just heard us going. Yeah, with they the might have out- missed it, but they I might, remembered they him after missed that. that uh, one.
1: They regardless of it. news, that's a guy that uh, I can look at under 4K. Ooh.
0: There you go. So hopefully you didn't hopefully you didn't skedaddle too quickly. Uh, you skedaddle. might have. The skedaddle. Uh, you might have. And you might have missed out on Santino's Taylor Horton Tucker call. He likes him. Uh, nonetheless, that's how we're gonna leave on it. On Taylon Horton Tucker from him, from him from Taylon Horton Tucker, from Santino, from me, Mike Patrio. Thank you guys for listening at DFS today. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be Brenton, it'll be Dave, they'll be sprinkling some magic sauce on you guys. Take care, Don't and let's go crush GPPs. This has been a hoop presentation.